My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 54. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the horror comedy similar to Thanksgiving in... Actually, the production value was better in this one. It was. Yeah. But we're going to talk about Ginger Dead Man <laughs> starring Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. And I can't find this anywhere, but I'm pretty sure when I was watching it, it said Flash Gordon had something to do with this. But I, now I cannot find that to verify. <laughs> so on the back of Thanksgiving in November, we also have Ginger Dead Man, which actually, unlike Thanksgiving, I have never seen this, but it was still my Your decision. <laughs> yeah, it was. I just make lots of bad decisions. <laughs> but it's I love these like shitty d horror films because they're funny i actually didn't think this one was that bad really i feel like this one was more a labor of love than thanksgiving was yeah yeah. i feel like the actors actually really tried oh for sure i even looked up one of the the main actor or Mm -hmm. actress the girl i like looked her up and i was like has she been in other stuff because she she didn't actually do that bad like her crying wasn't the greatest but yeah. it wasn't bad. No, they definitely tried. I feel like this one was more probably somebody's first film that everyone's new and stuff like that. But it didn't feel like they were bad. Yeah. I just, I would love to be in some of these, like, pitch rooms. Like, because Thanksgiving, okay, that can be, like, a couple friends with a nice camera making a small indie film. But this one had names it had Gary Busey in it. Mm-hmm. It was a full-on set. Like, mm-hmm. it was a semi... It wasn't the greatest, but it was a semi-professional production. Yeah. And there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There's, like... Four. Yeah. And then an evil bong comes into play, like, later, which right. is a pretty consistent theme. And the same actress in this one, I think, is in most of the other ones. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. When I looked up her IMDb, because I was like, I feel like she's in other stuff. She is, but it's pretty much all in this... Saga. And Ginger Dead Man. And Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> and the reason that, unlike Thanksgiving, which I had seen and was the reason I wanted to add it to our Thanksgiving week, I had never seen this. Mm-hmm. But I knew it existed because at the Video and Tan Express in mm-hmm. Forney, Texas, which was, we didn't weren't big enough for a blockbuster, so this is what we had. Mm-hmm. I always saw the case. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck. I never forgot it. I don't know why. It just always stuck with me. I just was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> And but I never actually rented it, so I'd never seen it. And we were like, well, let's do some wintry Christmas ones, and because we do themes, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, Ginger Dead Man, never mm-hmm. seen it, cannot attest to it, but it's a thing, and we should put it on the list. And it's only like an hour ten minutes, and it feels like it's a really quick movie. It feels even yeah. quicker than that. Mm-hmm. And it's set in Waco, Texas, which is not too far from where I'm from, like a couple hours. Yeah. And everybody knows Waco because of Chip and Joanna Gaines and same place. And it keeps up the pace. Like, you don't feel like even that hour is a slog. No. It's pretty good. It's not too bad. It's definitely, like, another one where, like, if you are a smoker or something like that mm-hmm. and you, like, want to smoke, like, it's probably going to be pretty funny. Yeah. But the gore is not laughable like some of it is but for the most part it's like yeah pretty good like he cuts off a finger and stabs i mean it's pretty solid yeah none of the jokes hit for me but i don't think they were bad jokes yeah so i don't know they weren't like the one-liners thanks killing where you're like oh yeah. my fucking god i cannot believe you just said that but it also was very reminiscent of child's play 
Definitely. Most definitely. And I don't know if that was an inspiration or if it just happened to be kind of along those lines. But basically, there's a killer that kills a bunch of people in a diner and specifically kills the father and and a son in this family. And he leaves the daughter alive. Mm -hmm. And she testifies against him and puts him in prison. And they put him in the electric chair and kill him. And he vows to Mm -hmm. come back and haunt her, basically, or kill her as something as mm-hmm. as we know now is the ginger dead man and so she's struggling with an alcoholic mother they own this bakery mm-hmm. which is how the ginger dead man comes becomes a thing because she makes him mm-hmm. and obviously dealing with the death of her brother and her father mm-hmm. and so you kind of come into this with that backstory you do see the diner scene of Gary Busey being an actual person and that's why I say it's kind of reminiscent of Child's Play because Charles Definitely, Lee Ray yeah. and then there's like it was his mom right somebody brings this random cryptic box of like gingerbread spice yeah I don't remember who brings it in It. I but... don't know if they say but they do say that he's being cremated the killer and his ashes are being sent to his mother yeah. So you kind of assume that might be his mom. This is the least sanitary bakery I've ever Honestly. seen. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Like, first of all, we don't, they don't know, supposedly, but they put his ashes and stuff and then someone bleeds into it. And they do know that. Yeah. And they cook it anyway. Yeah. It's fucking gross. And it's even turning the dough like it's got red streaks in it. And nobody puts any gloves on or anything. No. It's fucking gross. That's why this business is going downhill. Exactly. (laughs) Because she has stopped caring. I know this is super off topic, but they had giant fucking industrial mixers, like the ones that Mm -hmm. are taller than people and wider than people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wonder if they actually got those for the movie because I can't imagine they're cheap. I looked it up. They're like (laughs) $380,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a stupid little side note thing. But it was cool seeing this, like, industrial mixer. And I was like, I wonder how much that is. Yeah. And these huge containers of, like, chocolate chips or gingerbread spice. How much yeah. do you fucking need of that shit? Right. Seriously? So you're, like, a little – I mean, yes, this is Waco. And Waco's a pretty decently sized town. It's got Baylor University. And uh, it, it's a decent sized town. But they it comes off as – a very small hick mm-hmm. like because you get this competing business across the street and this mm-hmm. like <laughs> cowboy and his pageant queen daughter yeah who's the she gets caught with them and trapped in this bakery by the ginger dead man but she's like the ditzy blonde beauty queen yeah but i mean she's not ditzy she's just a bitch that's true yeah she is a bitch yeah. her mom's fucking hilarious though the alcoholic mom (laughs) just shooting the banner off it with a fucking shotgun while she's drunk outside it's great that's what we do yeah in texas for sure i'm sure just bring our shot and she sees a rat because the daughter of the cowboy that's opening the you know competitor Mm -hmm. bakery puts a rat in there Mm -hmm. first of all you can tell it's a domestic rat that somebody like Mm -hmm. dropped in there but she's like I'm going to go get my shotgun. Like, it's, like, (laughs) smaller than your hand. Just pick up the rat. But, no, we got to shoot everything. Okay, got it. Shoot it all. (laughs) So then, you know, she's – you get this kind of broody, sad – that's our main character. And Mm -hmm. you – it always involves also some sort of, like, love story, of course. Mm -hmm. And she – I actually kind of liked this love story. It wasn't, like, so in your face. It was kind of cutesy and off to the side. It's pretty good. And when it wasn't, this acting is, like we said, it's not 
nearly as like cheesy as Thanksgiving. No, they really tried. Yeah, and they did an okay job. Mm-hmm. I think they probably would have done better if some of the writing wasn't quite as lame. But that's yeah. also the kind of movie they were making. They knew that the ginger dead man starring Gary Busey wasn't going to be like mm-hmm. to the caliber of a special effects movie around the same time in the mid two thousands. That wasn't the point of this movie. And you don't. It doesn't even really feel Christmassy at all. No. Because, I mean, it's in Texas. There's no snow. Mm -hmm. Like, it gets a little chilly in December, but we don't really get any snow. If anything, we get sleet. There's not really much, like, Christmas decor. It's just a gingerbread man. Mm -hmm. I don't even really know if it even mentions that it's December. I don't honestly remember. so. So the only Christmas aspect we get in this is just that he's being baked into a gingerbread man and he comes alive Mm -hmm. with... They also never say the title. No one ever says Ginger Dead Man. It's the Ginger Dead Man. Yeah, that never yeah. happens. That's mm-hmm. just what they called it. And I've never seen any of the other ones either. Yeah, so maybe they do. But Interested in Ginger Dead Man versus the Evil Bong 3. <laughs> but so it doesn't, like when you're watching it, you're like, it's not. it doesn't really feel that Christmassy. So it's almost like out of place. But then again, it, where else would it mm-hmm. fit if you're thinking about seasonal movies? Yeah. So, I guess Christmas would be the closest holiday season. Also, she finds this gingerbread spice that's just left. And she sees this person in this long black cloak walk away. And she's like, let's just be a delivery person. And (laughs) I am, she's the head of this bakery. So I'm assuming she does all the ordering Mm -hmm. and knows what's coming. You're just going to. Or like your regular delivery people that you see all the time. Right. And when she opens the spice, it's just in the box. It's not even like in a bag or anything and she's like this is fine we're just gonna dump this and i don't really know much about gingerbread dough but it looked like bread dough yeah it looked when she was laying it down yeah not that that really matters that much that is not how cookie dough looks yeah a lot darker and it doesn't like when you press it out recoil like that like bread dough does Super not important. But there are things like, yeah, even if you're making like a lame like horror comedy that's for like stoners or whatever, there are things that are easy to get right. I'm pretty sure like it's a dough. easier because I've done both. It's probably easier to make gingerbread cookie dough than it is to make bread dough. What if it was Play-Doh? <laughs> Maybe. But Play-Doh doesn't give like that either. Like mm-hmm. it literally looked like bread dough. Yeah. Interesting. So... She puts the gingerbread man in the oven, and that's when he comes to life. But then we also get this side story of this boy and the beauty pageant queen coming, mm-hmm. and she's putting a rat and, you know, trying to get them. Because she's been offered money to close up this bakery. Yeah. But denied it. I want to talk about that part for a second. Yeah. This motherfucker across the street <laughs> who tells her that you and your mom need to, like, get out of the bakery business, he says he's going to give her 50 grand, Okay. $50,000. It sounds like a lot of money, but to be completely honest, it's actually not no. a lot of money. Uh-uh. And then he talks about how you guys won't have to bust your humps anymore. Yeah, yeah they will. Yeah, that's it's, gonna... what, a year worth of pay? Right. What that's what I was thinking, too. If he was going to say, like, I'll give you, like, $3 million, bet. Yeah, right? Like, you can cool. have it. I am out. Fifty yeah. grand. i would be like, nah, I'm good. I really don't want to start another business. Yeah, Thank because you. it's not like this is you know 1957 and 50 grand is like a shit ton of money this is in the mid 2000s and you they're not trying to portray it as anything other than the mid 2000s you can tell by what they're wearing exactly it's a modern movie it's not that much money and if they're a small little bakery who's hurting they're probably in debt 
So that'll, like, so, not really help them. So that'll take care of their debts, and then they have to go find new jobs. Yeah. Like that. And then, of course, so she comes in. This man's daughter is trying to sabotage this bakery because she's on her daddy's side, you Miss know. Miss Pretty Face Awako. Miss Pretty Face Awako. <laughs> <laughs> and she brings in that domestic rat. And the guy's not really on board. Like, he's like, oh, that's fucked up. And he just starts, like, turning on her in favor mm-hmm. of our main character pretty quick. So that was a very, like, at-the-surface relationship. Nobody really oh, likes yeah. her that much, even him. Well, he's, he says he's only with her for pizza and beer <laughs> that she buys. Right. Exactly. So... This is when the actual ginger dead man starts coming alive because she's been baking it. And they're like, what the fuck is burning? Which that was like the biggest cookie cutter I've ever seen in my life. I was honestly thinking the same thing. <laughs> Who are you going to serve that to? It's like a three foot long cookie dough shape. Like like the size of a child. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like an, you know, like a four year old child. Exactly. I was like, ah, now I understand why he's going to be big enough to kill people. Got it. Because also, she's just making, like, one yes, giant right? gingerbread man. What the fuck? With all that dough. All that scrap that she just made, she then throws out, basically. For one. She's the worst bakery owner ever. I wonder how much she would charge for a three-foot-tall gingerbread man. And what kind of market is there for a three-foot-tall gingerbread man? These are the questions. All I could think is maybe that's, maybe that's a display piece that they do every year around their other gingerbread people. That's true. Or maybe they, like, slice it off. Ew. But then just make little ones. I exactly. Yes, I would like the foot, please. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so now it's literally just like in Child's Play. He's like, I'm back, bitch, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so now it's just a big cat and mouse yeah. through the bakery for most of the night. Of course, they try to call the cops. They can't get through. The beauty pageant can't remember to charge your phone, which they talk about, it seems like, three or four times. And so... Now we're, you know, and it's not even, they don't even build suspense super well. It's just kind of like. No, they don't. It's very surface level movie. Yeah. Which is fine. If Yeah. You just got to know what you're getting yourself exactly. into. Because there are some lamer movies or some like B movies that still like do a pretty good job mm-hmm. of like building suspense, even if it's cheap suspense. Mm-hmm. But this just doesn't. He's just, like, hiding oh. with knives, cuts her mom's finger off, and Why? that was the f- fucking hilarious scene. Why don't you people fucking leave the bakery? There are cars outside, and then someone leaves the bakery, and a dad gets pinned against a wall, and yeah, that was pretty funny. The and cowboy that offered them money. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, daddy, I'll miss you. And then she's like, bye. First of all, she's like, wake up, daddy. And he is, like, dead as fuck, <laughs> pinned against this wall, and then steals his ring. So I need to also bring up that the the dude who is Lorna, who's the pageant, who then ends up liking the other girl. That's a very confusing sentence. I apologize. <laughs> His name is Amos Cadbury. <laughs> Cadbury. Aw. Yeah. Like, like in the egg. movie. Like the egg. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I thought that was funny, but it is. After this motherfucker ch- also chops the mom's finger off and he sticks her in the oven. <laughs> he still doesn't kill her, though. No. Like, she doesn't die. No. I thought she was gonna, and I was like, oh, it's gonna ramp this shit up. Now I understand, because that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. If you were actually watching your mother, like, burn like alive. It's like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm down with this movie. And then she saves her, and I'm like, okay, fine. Whatever. I mean, not as many people die in this movie as you would think. No. One, two. Because, like, it, in Thanksgiving, like, the, everyone dies. It's only the bad people, the assholes who are trying to take their baker are the ones that die. That's it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And... 
Amos, or Amos, he goes and gets a handgun. And first of all, this is a cookie. Like structurally, even if it's a thick cookie, if you just give it one good kick, yeah, like it's going to break. Yeah. But nobody ever tries that. No. They're like, gun? That's how I feel. I can't wait till we get to the end because it's exactly how I feel about the fucking end. <laughs> <laughs> also, the ginger dead man takes a car at some point using a rolling pin to accelerate. And, and that's when he pins him. Yeah. Yeah. Which was interesting very a lot of ingenuity on the rolling pin right (laughs) they also have figured out that the killer is or the ginger dead man is the killer Mm -hmm. from the diner and they go to that what is interesting is nobody's like you're fucking crazy they're like oh okay yeah exactly (laughs) they all believe her he's definitely in that cookie got it yep but the dumb bitch He's also set booby traps. I say dumb bitch. She's mm-hmm. not. But she does trip she's a not wire. Dumb. She's a bitch. So the bitch. Yeah. But <laughs> she's just really infuriating. Good. But she gets a knife to the face. Yeah, that was really good. Like first. After he cuts her. I was about to say, one face. time he cuts her. And of course, she's just upset because she's Miss Pretty Face Waco. Exactly. But then one time she trips a wire and she gets a knife literally through the forehead. Yes. And it kills it the fuck out awesome. of her. Awesome. Yeah. And he's pretty, he's just getting a lot of interesting tools. Like you would think, especially in a bakery, like uh, obviously knives are probably going to be easy to come by, but he knocks Amos out with a hammer mm-hmm. and he recovers and shoots the oven doors off and saves yeah, which Sarah is so and her ridiculous. mom. Yeah. I'm telling like, you, seriously, everyone in Texas just shoots stuff. <laughs> he was like, wake up just enough to point in that direction. Bam. Yeah. And falls back out. Like, what? Okay. And then one of her employees that obviously has had the hots for her since the beginning. Yes. I love him. He's so entertaining. Swoops in. I love him. Yep. He's great. And the ginger dead man gets Amos's pistol and just open opens fire. And they brick subdues him and eats the cookie's head and i'm saying the whole time just eat it or or just get it wet don't fucking no i'm sitting there like why the fuck are you eating him you have him pinned just break him in half i don't like i wouldn't eat him either you're gonna get possessed come on right which is what happens right (laughs) he gets this cookie is possessed why would you eat something that's already possessed and not assume you're gonna get possessed got milk that's the one one-liner yeah. I took away from this. And then... He did get milk. Oh, my God. He chugged it. And it I was wanted great. to vomit. Oh, I was like, yes. I understand that feeling. Ew, good job. I do not. Milk is disgusting. Oh, my God. It's so good. I love milk. We're so different, but so similar. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brick is possessed by the ginger dead man. And they... His makeup is damn good, though. Yes. He creeped me out. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, when he got possessed. Good job, yeah. Because the ginger dead man's kind of lame. He's kind of yeah, gross to real... look at, too. Yeah. He's just... He's unfortunate. And you know what's funny is, like, they don't even hesitate. They push him right into the oven. Yes! They're like, sorry about your brick. You got possessed. And they cry, like, a little bit. Like, poor brick. <laughs> and that's about all they do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, she, earlier... Oh, God, I would be a great D-movie actress. She's crying for her brother. And she's like... <laughs> yeah and there's like no tears at all it's like come on she's like a youtuber like a youtuber apology where they don't cry but they go (laughs) (laughs) i'd be great like those little whistles and cartoons yeah (laughs) (laughs) so then like a couple months later there's this bake sale that they're having sarah and her mother and amos is now her boyfriend they're trying to raise money for the hospital and they have these two like nurses they're nurses i want to say nuns but they're nurses 
And two kids ask if they can have gingerbread cookies. And one of the nurses tells them that an older lady stopped by and dropped some off. And the nurse opens the box and there are like five little cookies in there. And then they open their eyes. Dun, and then, dun, dun. Yeah. And then somebody buys them and ships them to someone else. And thus the sequel. <laughs> and the third one. And the fourth one. Yeah. And I think there was like a fifth one. I don't even know. There's like a billion of them. It just turns into the ginger dead man <laughs> and the evil bong at some point. And I don't know why. But whatever. It is like a stoner comedy. So I guess yeah. that would bring in a stoner. And be like, huh. it's, a, it's a bong. It's, it's a bong. Evil. It's evil. <laughs> I mean, it, for entertainment value, I'd probably give it a two out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Two out of five. I actually was kind of impressed. It wasn't as bad as Thanksgiving. So I was like, eh, I can deal with this. I like Thanksgiving more. Like, if you were like, let's watch Thanksgiving or Ginger Dead Man, I'd be like, Thanksgiving. Mm. Depends on what we're doing that night. I see what you're saying. If it's I, like, I, I a, understand. If it's like a haunted happy hour and you want to watch something stupid, I'm down with Thanksgiving. Right, right. I just don't think, I, I know that I would for sure watch Thanksgiving again, but I don't think I will watch this again. Yeah, I don't think I'll rewatch it. But it's okay. Yeah. I don't hate, I don't think it robbed me of any time like Thanksgiving 2 did. But uh, oh, dude, this was honestly. fine. Yeah. This was totally fine. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for, like, Christmassy horror, I guess, there are, like, a lot of options, which we'll talk about a this month. A lot of better ones than this, because yeah. this wasn't very Christmassy. But if you just want, like, a stupid fucking movie to watch with your family, or actually... This one's actually not that... Yeah. It doesn't have really any nudity or anything uh-uh. in it. So if you're going to watch a stupid movie with, I guess, teenagers, probably not a bad option. Yeah. Killing is not... That's like a zoomed in on the titty yeah. movie. But I don't really remember any nudity in this one. It's no. just language and violence, really. Well, because nobody even gets around to having sex like they do in most horror movies. It's a little bit more innocent. and It is. Pure. I actually I have guess. a lot of respect for it now that we're talking about that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. They didn't use... Because a lot of cheap horror movies, like the formula for horror movies, if you don't really know what to do, is titties and blood. Yeah. And this one... They just had the blood, but it wasn't but even it wasn't excessive. Even yeah. yeah, it was like cut off a finger and then like throw somebody in the oven, and she gets a knife to the face, and somebody gets pinned with a car. But you don't see like insides falling out, or yeah. nobody gets impaled, or it's pretty docile. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I mean Gary Busey's just vulgar. I mean, yeah, but it, it wasn't even funny, vulgar, or over the top. I don't think it was yeah. kind of tame. Compared to what I thought it was going to be. Same. I thought it was just going to be, like, a rowdy, yeah, inappropriate, exactly. like... But it really wasn't. Yeah, I guess now that we're talking about it like that, it's... I would watch this... I probably wouldn't watch it with, like, a six-year-old, but I'd probably yeah. watch it with, like, a 12-year-old. I was, yeah, like, preteens. Yeah, Definitely. like, middle school or, like, right before middle school. Get them into horror with some cheesy comedy. Yeah. Well, and I think that this one would be, like, a if you did that with your kid, I think it would be one of those things where you could do it every year together. Yeah, definitely. Like, even if you don't really like it. It's like, oh, it's ginger dead man time. Yeah. Maybe don't have them watch the evil bong ones later because there's not even any mention that that's a thing in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they knew that that was going to be a thing when they made this. So yeah. there's not a lot of dr- – there, not any drug use. Mm-mm. There's alcoholism. But yeah. that's – that's actually pretty tame, too. You don't really realize what they're talking about until she grabs the Jack Daniels bottle. Like, you know as an adult that right. she's trash. Well, and she's, like, comic relief, too. Like, yeah, it's sad, mm-hmm. but she's she's also kind of, like, the funny drunk, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. So it's not like it's heavy material. 
mm-hmm. by any means. No. Like, if you think about it, it is like this half of this family got murdered. And, yeah, and, and the that's mom why is she's drinking. Drinking because she can't deal and the daughter's just trying to survive. Like, mm-hmm. that's all really sad. And at least on that end, there's a little bit more of a backstory to help you emotionally connect with the movie because Thanksgiving yeah. doesn't have any of that. And not that they're made by the same people to be compared, but they're the closest that we have between, like, you know, these D-horror movies. And so they do at least try on the writing side of things to get you invested into the characters a little bit more. Yeah. To where if they kill them, you're not going to be like, fine. You may be like, oh, damn. Like, you're not going to be, like, torn up about it. That's kind of how I felt about the relationship that they created. Yeah. Because then you cared about them a little more. I'm like, oh, they're kind of cute. I hope they end up together. I hope no one dies. Yeah, because they paint him as a juvenile and she sees him as more of a softie. So it's it's like a decent, you know, you're, like, rooting for him kind of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I guess it's better than what I initially was going to go into this episode and record. It's not great. No. That's not what we're... It's no. it's It's not it's not great. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, for what it is, I think it was successful and more successful in actually creating a story than a lot of its, mm-hmm. you know, brothers and sisters and cousins. <laughs> so yeah, I'd stick with two, two and a half maybe. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this uh, little journey as a ginger dead man as we start to get into the Christmas mm-hmm. season. We will have some more Christmas stuff coming at you this month, and we're really excited about it because it is the best time of the year, other than, I guess, Halloween. <laughs> but even in Halloween, Colorado was really confused, so I just feel like we've been in Christmas mode for yeah, months. that's true. We got, like, a shit ton of snow. So <laughs> thank you again for hanging out with us. You can find us on all our socials at The Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is at The Extra Sisters, and our Gmail is theextrasisters at gmail.com. And we're with you twice this week, and we'll see you Friday for just when you thought it was safe to go back to camp. Till next time, stay creepy.